I want to thank you so much for joining us today and welcome you into Aspire to Retire with Ralph Short, Tim Short, and Scott Earhart of Welcome Home Financial Partners online at welcomehomefp.com. You know, just by, by joining us here, you're showing that you're taking your retirement seriously. You are you are concerned about things that may uh, you may encounter in retirement. The next tip is, of course, putting a plan in place as it's going to pertain to you because everyone's retirement is different. But, um, you know, you want to make sure you've got not a cookie cutter approach. You've got a plan set for you. And again, that website, welcomehomefp.com. It's right there in the podcast notes. You can also give a call, 804-635-3550, 804-635-3550. My name is Chris Swan, and I'm pleased to be joined, uh, as I am in every episode, with Ralph Short, Tim Short, and Scott Earhart. Gentlemen, glad to be with you. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Chris? Doing really well, thanks. You know, um, retirement, it, it's a sensitive subject, I think, for a lot of people because, uh it's taboo to talk money. You know, that, that that's one of the things people don't really want to talk money. Uh, and so sometimes they, they keep their concerns uh, to themselves and, you know, they might think that they're behind the eight ball when it comes to what they've saved or, or how they're prepared. Um, and, and everyone I think has a number in their brain as far as if I have this much, I think I'll probably be okay. And for the longest time, I would venture that number would be a million dollars. But, but here's the question. Do millionaires actually feel rich? A new survey shows that just 8% of Americans with at least a million dollars, consider themselves wealthy. Uh, a third of them said that they're squeezed by inflation, higher interest rates, and economic uncertainty. Uh, and so, you know, that's a valid concern. But I have to wonder, does Rich even have a number anymore? Do you need to be, quote unquote, wealthy to retire? I don't. I I read this article earlier in the week and saw all the data. And it it really brought me pause because I think that how they're posing it, they're looking at it wrong. They're not looking at it from an individual perspective. Okay. You, the individual, define rich. You define wealth. What do you want your retirement to look like? Um, I know that, you know, somebody's retirement that wants to go and travel the world mm-hmm. and spend tons of money on cruises and lavish gifts, their retirement looks a lot different than somebody that wants to hang around Virginia and go see their grandkids and maybe go out to the Outer Banks once mm-hmm. a year. So really, when I say is there or when I hear, is there a specific number you need to retire? No, you need to understand what you want your lifestyle to look like and then look at your savings and your retirement accounts that you have. And how can we achieve that? And there's a lot of retirement looks different for everybody. It's an individual deal and rich or wealthy at the same time looks different for everyone. But I would also say a lot of people have watched TV too much because there's a commercial over the years that had a million dollars, a million and a half over their head as they were walking down. So I think that's where some of that started. Uh, Yeah. And I I think everybody's looking for that big number, right? And everybody wants to see their accounts grow, 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 grow. But once you get retirement, it's all about the income at this point. So like Scott was saying, everybody wants to do different things, whether it's, you know, travel to Disney World, just hang out with the grandkids, whatever you want to do, everybody's going to have their hobby. Right. So but it takes money to do those hobbies. So we've got to make sure whether that's a thousand dollars a month, whether it's, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year, we've got to make sure that your retirement plan is going to be there. But it's not about having a million dollars or three million dollars or five million dollars. Yes, it does help, but it's all about your expenses and cash flow. So it's completely different when you retire based off of those figures instead of your accumulation phase while you're working. And a lot of it is going to come down to how, you know, we've got to bring in taxation into that, right? What's worth more to your average person? A million dollars in taxable dollars or 500000 that's tax-free? 
You need to be working with with financial professionals that can help you identify how to create those different buckets or pools of money so that you can live the lifestyle that you want to want to have. Because as we all know, a million dollars in a taxable account isn't actually a million dollars. So, Scott, are you saying there's different accounts that you put your money into, like taxable today and tax free down the road and tax deferred? I am absolutely saying that there are all different classifications that are available to clients. But for most people that are out there, they don't understand what those are. That's not what they do for a living. That's what we do for a living. And it's our job to help our clients and uh, understand what's going to be best for them. And not, you know, it's not a one size fits all deal. Not everybody, uh, a, a certain type of account doesn't work for everybody. That's why we tailor make all of our plans for our clients and their needs. Right, Tim? That's right. And everybody needs to seek the advice, right? You got to get the guidance. Most people, you know, they start working at a particular company, especially here in the Richmond area, here in central Virginia. You got a lot of folks that, you know, either work at Philip Morris or DuPont or whatever for 30, 40 years. And they're shoulder to shoulder with their AKA best friend slash coworker. And they're sitting there talking about investment advice with each other. Well, that person beside you, even though if you've worked with them for 40 years, that doesn't mean they're in the same situation, right? So you've got to take a look at getting some trusted guidance that you can get um, to explore other opportunities because it's not just a profit sharing account. It's not just a 401k. There's other avenues. And without you seeking that guidance, how are you going to know? Because the the retirement plans for your your neighbor or your friends at work or people at church, you know, what they want to do and what you want to do. Uh, there may be some similarities, but there's going to be differences as well. Maybe, you know, they don't have grandkids and you, and you want to spend more time, like you said, seeing them. And so you want to factor that into the plan, have that plan custom suited for you. And it is largely about income. And this is where I, I read this recently and I want to get your thoughts on it as far as a budget goes. Uh, if, if you have the means to do it and, and time on your side, being able to quote unquote test drive a budget, maybe for a year or two prior to retirement to see if that is sustainable um, in, in the way that you test drive a car, you know, if, if you go and take it on the road and you find out, oh, this isn't going to work for me, it's better to find out than to just buy that car sight and scene and then you're, you're stuck with it until you flip it. When it comes to retirement, test driving a budget to see if, if what you have in your brain as far as income and making that work, um, you know, seeing if, if that's going to work in retirement. What, what, what is your thought on that? It's not a bad concept, but what we would tell anybody is that your first year or two of retirement is going to be different, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what to expect. You've been working for so long. It's going to be different emotionally and financially. So we can set things up in the proper way, but things are going to change, right? So I don't know if you'd call it test driving or not, but I would say the first year or two of retirement is going to be different and you've got to make sure that you're flexible. And the plans that we tailor made to everybody are flexible. I would also say to, most people, they do not have a budget. They've never seen a budget. They don't even understand what they need to do in order to do it. That's when they come to us and we say, this is what we need from you. And they're like, oh, I've never done this before. What do you mean? I need to know what my expenses are. But that's basically what happens a lot of times. We have engineers that come in that they have a spreadsheet that's 250 pages long. But for the average person, middle class America, they've never sat down and done a household budget, in my opinion. Don't you agree? You are absolutely spot on. And the, and the thing about it, that Tim said and what Ralph's hitting on is that budget needs to be flexible because, as we all know, in retirement, 
the early years in retirement, you're going to want to do a lot of things, right? You you go to, you take the trip to Disney, you do that. But then four or five years later, you know, sitting on the couch, not dealing with the airport, watching Netflix becomes a lot more appealing to, to most people. So uh, whatever, whatever you and your financial professional put together, that budget, that those accounts have to be flexible. You have to move, build in uh, areas for change, areas where, you know, we can draw from this account or spend less on this or spend more on that. It always has to be flexible and tailor-made to the individual. And yeah. also your health does change as we get older. I know some people may disagree with that, but just for you to know, Scott, as you get older, your health. I'm not change. getting older. I'm not adopt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But Chris, it's funny you bring up budget because anytime we bring up a budget to people, there are some people that have a deer in headlights look, right? They've never paid attention to it. Hey, I'm making $200,000 a year. I can spend whatever I want to spend. Well, eventually you might not be making $200,000 a year. So we've got to make sure that you've got the assets saved up to create the cash flow that you need. You know, I bring up one case that we worked on years ago with a lady in Petersburg, Virginia, and she came in beating herself up. And she goes, I didn't save much. She saved a little over $200,000. But with her pension or Social Security, it was more than double what her expenses were. So <laughs> even though she didn't do as well saving as a lot of other people have, her cash flow and her pension and her Social Security was more than enough, well more than enough to cover her expenses in what she wanted to do. But, you know, it, it's it's amazing to me how people have never really taken a look at a budget throughout their life. But also, I mean, we have a client that came in that had about two and a half million dollars and uh, they said, we want to spend twenty five thousand dollars a month on our retirement because okay. we want to go to Paris. We want to do this. And they said, I think we've got enough to do this. And I kind of looked at him and I said, well, just from three hundred thousand dollars a year as principal, you're taking away from two and a half million. You know, you're looking at roughly about 10 years before. Mm-hmm you run out of money and they're like, oh, then think about it from that perspective. So that's kind of where we kind of put reality uh, back into retirement planning because it doesn't matter how much money you've got. It's how much money you're going to spend. Does it last? Because nobody wants to run out of money, at least around this table. I don't know about you, Chris, but I don't think you want to run out of money either. I Most never of our clients. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the number one concern among retirees and pre-retirees is outliving their money. People are living longer and longer these days. That is a great thing, but life is expensive. It has, it has a cost to it. So you want to make sure that you've got, you know, uh, you've got the means to, to address that concern and, and having a conversation with people, having that conversation. You may have heard us start off by talking about a million dollars or, uh, you know, $2 million, things like that. And you may find out that you may think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm way behind the eight ball. I, I don't need to talk to them or, uh, I don't want to talk to them because I'm embarrassed. That's not the case at all. You want to actually have that conversation. You may find out that you're in better shape. Like Tim said, you know, you may you may not have done the greatest job of saving, but between what you have and, you know, a, a pension, if you got the luxury of that and Social Security, you're going to be okay in retirement. So there is no magic number uh, for, for everybody in retirement that they have to have. But here is a number I want you to keep in mind, and that is the number to reach the team at Welcome Home Financial Partners. That's 804-635-3550. Sit down and have that conversation. See where you are. See if there is work that needs to be done, what those steps are. Or you may find out, hey, I'm actually going to be able uh, to retire earlier than I thought. But uh, not until you have uh, that plan in place, uh, putting pen to paper. 804-635-3550. 
or going to the website, welcomehomefp.com. Speaking of retiring early, this happened a good bit just a few years ago during COVID. They called it the great resignation when millions of people decided to retire early. Well, today, 20% of those people are back at work. And, and the reasons are different. About half felt that they needed more money. The other half, they were just bored. They, they, they didn't know what to do with themselves. Do most of the people that you meet with have a solid plan, not just for their time, not just for their money, but also their time as well? And, and if not, how do you broach that conversation? Well, a lot of people come into our office or sit down with one of us and they think they have a plan. They think they know what they want to do. And then retirement hits and things change. I mean, things are always going going to change. Our wants, our desires, our our needs are going to change. I know that uh, my wife always tells me I'm going to die in the office because I'd get too bored if I, I sat at home. So, you know, I, I don't ever plan on fully retiring. Now, one thing that I take great pride in is I have never once had to look at one of our clients and say, Mr. and Mrs. Client, you have to go back to work. So if you want to go back to work, if, you know, sitting at home or playing golf or fishing isn't fulfilling, you know, your your lifestyle, absolutely go back to work if you want to go back to work. But make sure you're in a position where you don't have to go back to work. And we can certainly help people with that. And what I always tell people is that retirement is about fulfillment. It's not about work. It's not about vacations. It's about how does it make you feel? Are you satisfied with what you're doing? Do you have a mission in life, a purpose in life? Because for me, there's no way that I'm going to sit on a couch like Scott was talking about. Anybody mm-hmm. that knows me knows that. <laughs> and just because you go back to work, it's your choice at that point in time, because now it's all about what you want to do. Yeah. And people don't take into account, you know, but let's be real. Uh, you're probably going to spend a lot more time with your spouse than you ever have when you're retired. You know, are either one of you going to enjoy that quite as much as you think you will? So there's a lot of things we talked about it earlier on the show is, you know, people around um, our area. Oh, excuse me. They've worked for so long beside, you know, their coworker, their friends. And that's where they got all their interaction from. And once that's gone, you know, some people feel lost and they don't think about that. All they're focused in on is, you know, hey, can I afford to retire? Can I make sure that I don't run out of money, which is very important. But you also have to take into account the emotional aspect of it as well. It's kind of what we call, you know, social interaction with people is called mental stimulation. If you have Mm -hmm. to go back to work and that's the big thing, do not sit around and just be still for the rest of your life. Yeah, we've actually had a couple of clients that that's what they did is they retired after working 30 years in a factory. And then guess what? They're sitting at home watching Netflix or whatever streaming services available these days. And within nine, 10 months, we get the phone call from the spouse that uh, they've passed away. So you've got to make sure that you're still moving. It's kind of like a vehicle, right? If you're running up and down the interstate and then all of a sudden you park in your garage and you never use it again, well, guess what? You prob- probably try to get back in and cut the car on and the battery's dead. So yeah. you got to make sure that you you still have that, like Ralph's talking about the mission or the purpose. Uh, you got to make sure that you've got your hobbies for retirement. I just can't imagine what my life would look like without you two to keep me on my toes every day. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> it's all about retiring from something to something. And that's going to vary from person to person. I've uh, spoken about my father on, on a previous episode. Uh, he did 23 years in the army. And then when he retired, he did not know what he was going to do. He retired at, you know, uh, 40, 43, 44. Um, 
he spent basically a year and a half on the couch. You know, he, he, I would come home from school and, and there he was and watching, watching days of our lives. My dad got into soap opera <laughs> and then, <laughs> my dad, um, no, sorry, sorry, dad, putting your dirty secrets out there. But, uh, my mom was like, you, you have to go back to work. You have to just, just for, for our, our sanity and, and for your own, your own well being. So he got an, a job, uh, back with, with the government, again, a civilian contractor doing what he was doing before, did another 20 years. And then when he retired from that, now he works a couple, a uh, couple days a week at the church. That's, that's what he wants to do. Uh, not out of necessity by any means. It's just a way to keep him, uh, you know, at, out of, out of the house and, and off, off the couch and, and, you know, still interacting with people, having that social interaction, whatever it is you want to do. Maybe, maybe, maybe sitting on the couch sounds glorious to you. Great. You know, but again, having a plan in place to, to make sure that, um, you don't have to unretire out of necessity, like some people had to do during the great resignation, make it something that you want to do out of choice. Maybe you've got ways to, to find that social fulfillment or whatever it is that you want to do outside of retirement. And that is great. We certainly encourage that, but, uh, it, it's almost critical to have a plan in place. And that is what the team at Welcome Home Financial Partners, they can help you with, craft that plan, get you to, through, and beyond retirement. It all starts with reaching out. 804-635-3550 is the phone number. And like I said before, welcomehomefp.com. That is a website. If you're uh, listening on your phone right now, there's a link in the podcast description. You can click right there. It'll open up, take you right to the website, welcomehomefp.com. I want to thank you for joining us here uh, this week, uh, spending time with us here on Aspire to Retire. Uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. Guys, thank you as well. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. All content is for information purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decision, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Welcome Home Financial Partners and Welcome Home Wealth Advisors, LLC. The information contained in this material has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to a complete analysis of the materials discussed. All information and ideas should be discussed in detail with your individual advisor prior to the implementation. Each individual investor's situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstance. Advisor services are offered by Welcome Home Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Being registered as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Insurance products and services are offered through WPI Holding, Virginia Insurance License Number 138 an affiliated company. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of any state other than the state of Virginia or where otherwise legally permitted. Welcome Home Wealth Advisors LLC and Welcome Home Financial Partners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 